Hi friends, it's Brittany Moses, and you're listening to the Faith and Mental Wellness Podcast, the podcast at the intersection of faith, mental health, and wellness, where we get to dive into expert insights and the realities of those with lived experience to help us live more insightful, connected, and wholehearted lives. We understand that the views shared here are respectively held by each individual and is not a substitute for professional care or an alternative to seeking personal help from your clinician or provider and is ours to discern. So sit with us. This podcast episode is brought to you by UHSM HealthShare, a unique healthcare membership on a mission to create holistic wellness for the mind, body, and spirit. I'm honored to partner with UHSM and its community of faithful members. Together, we plan to create more awareness and programs around mental health and the role it plays in our overall balanced health. If you or someone you know is frustrated with their current health care, I encourage you to inquire about membership options at www.uhsm.com or call 1-800-900-8476. Friend, have you heard the news? I'm officially releasing my first book this summer with Dayspring Publishing. It feels wild saying that, but I have been behind the scenes writing away and it is happening. It's called Worthy, 50 Mindful Moments to Bring Peace and Clarity to Your Day. And honestly, it is the book that I've been wanting to read. Listen, have you found yourself feeling more anxious and overwhelmed in today's cultural climate? Has the modern social media world and hustle culture left you on a roller coaster of feeling insecure and inadequate no matter how much you do? Or do you tend to struggle with people pleasing in order to feel valuable and worthy? You are certainly not alone. Many of us have been struggling at the intersection of our faith and our mind in today's world. So whether you need a total digital detox or just a little more balance, I've truly aimed to gather the information and inspiration to help you feel a little more refreshed, more clear, and more at peace within each day. These 50 faith-inspired devotions are integrated with helpful psychological tips and insights to reset each day with a grounded mind and spirit. I wish you had this in your hands in front of you because you'll see that it has a beautiful, simplistic design with short yet impactful messages of peace and clarity, along with inspirational quotes and affirmations and mental health trackers, so readers will be able to declutter your mind, check in with your mental health, and focus on how to show up with intention for each day. In essence, this interactive devotional is designed to help you, one, practice a more grounded and internal sense of security. Two, realign with your values and convictions to show up confidently as your true self. Three, refresh your faith with the hope and peace of God's word. Four, develop the psychological tools to better cope with anxiety and overwhelm. And five, redefine the necessary boundaries for your overall mental, emotional, and spiritual health, and so much more. Within Worthy, get ready to reclaim your days with a sound mind to show up confidently for the life God has called you to live. You can grab the book on Amazon or dayspring.com or Barnes and Noble and really wherever books are sold. And the links to order will be in the show notes below. So be sure to check it out. Now let's dive into today's show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Faith and Mental Wellness Podcast. So glad you decided to spend your time here with us today. Maddie James has entered the chat and she is joining us today to talk about everyday magic. But for those of you who are not familiar with 
everything that Maddie does. She wears so many hats and I, it's just been phenomenal seeing just your evolution um, and everything you've yeah. been doing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you to the work that you're doing today? Yeah, so my name is Maddie. I have uh, three children. Um, I've been married to my wonderful husband. Next week makes it 13 years. So Ooh, we, we, we are in it to win it. And um, I am a lifestyle expert and author based in Atlanta. I've been creating online content for the last, I want to say, 13 years. And started out style blogging. It was something that I was really interested in. And it's evolved as I've become a wife and a mother and an mm -hmm. entrepreneur. And, you know, really my focus with my content, uh, which, you know, we create through my company called the Maddie James Company, uh, we really try to encourage women. My goal is to help you eliminate the overwhelm of every day, uh, which was definitely part of why I wrote the book. And I just love it. I love when people get excited about the simplest of things that just helps them enjoy their day more and if I just want us all to have that kind of approach and overall mindset when it comes to every day and so and I, I do love the online space you know mm -hmm. I'm a millennial so I think as an 80s baby I have half of my life was without the internet and the mm -hmm. other half has been with the internet so I think it's been really fascinating but you know, my prayer is always for him to use me as an imperfect vessel to yeah. be an encouragement to others. And through my content, I get to do that. And it's I was having a conversation with my team this morning. I was like, I as long as I've been doing this, I am not jaded by the opportunities that like to be on somebody's podcast right is now is so cool. You know, yeah. uh, the week that the book came out, I was on Good Morning America. Like I'm yes, not jaded by any of these things. Like I am so deeply humbled and excited about all those things. But that's actually just how I approach my everyday life. Like the fact yeah. that I have three children and, you know, in the book I talk about it. But like at one point they told me I would not get pregnant because of fibroids. So like. Mm -hmm. I just approach every day just like it as this fantastic opportunity because it really yeah. is. And it's 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 a little bit deeper than rose colored glasses for me. And I want I was like, guys, if I can do this, you know what I mean? Live a life and design a life that I love. You can certainly do it, too. And so I really think that mm -hmm. my goal is just to give you permission. I love that so much and also love what you said about being in that generation before the internet and after. Yeah. I love that we have uh, some sense of balance in that. And, you know, yeah. with the podcast, you know, we talk a lot about mental health and mental health issues, but then the other side of this is this is the conversation of just wellness and implementing, you know, strategies and I guess ideologies and um, ways that also help us thrive and and push forward and also show up for the lives that we want to live the lives that we've called to live so I'm really excited to have this conversation with you so this month's theme is all about living with grounded confidence and intention and fully showing up as your true self right. um, not just smoke and mirrors or hot air puffed up, like you said, not just rose colored glasses, right. um, focused in like status or outward appearance, but right. in, you know, but in the integrity of aligning with who God has called us to be from a place of honesty and clarity and building a foundation around the things that matter most, um, which is what makes you, I think, so 
well-equipped and perfect for this conversation. I'm excited. So I got to check out um, Everyday Magic. I got to do like a speed read and now I have to do like a slower read because I wanted (laughs) to be able to engage about this today. Um, I really felt like this book, this is like my blurb of the book. I feel like it's healthy adulting for your mind, body, and soul that like should have been introduced upon the passage of adulthood. You know how like you get a book introducing (laughs) you to puberty and it's like, okay, this is puberty. This is what's coming. Like this is what will help you navigate it. I feel like this is what was needed for adulthood. Yeah. Um, So I really love that. It has skincare tips, staying on top of your health tips, checking on your mental health advice, marriage Mm -hmm. and family, foundational advice, fashion tips, meal planning tips, but it's not overwhelming. It's like a, a let's get this together and it won't be perfect but here's how we can make things is easier and still make it work kind of like sister sister talk which I love so that's my blurb (laughs) I don't know if you want to throw it on Amazon (laughs) you're you're spot on we might be using that for the Amazon description (laughs) so stay tuned yeah I think I'm a I'm a I'm a big sister I'm one of I'm the oldest of two girls Mm -hmm. and I just have always had that kind of personality where I'm like so what's going on with you tell me what's happening and I'm always like I just have that kind of personality as a friend but also as a sister where I'm just like well you could do it like this because you do a really good job at x y and z and I always just want to give my friends my sister my cousins anybody I'm talking to my followers my readers permission Mm -hmm. and for me I was just like thinking I think right now we're in a stage on social media and of course I'm closer to it because I think as internet professionals we can certainly get kind of caught up in the bubble that is online you know what I mean um just because you work there right Uh, by default we are co-workers because we work on the internet it's like this kind of odd yet fascinating phenomenon but I think what is happening right now on social media and the internet is that people are trying to normalize sens- like sensations. So they're normalizing trips to Dubai. They're normalizing a Chanel bag. They're normalizing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And here's my thing. If you want to do those things, if you're in a position to do those things, that's awesome. I, I definitely don't think anybody should shrink or dim their light for the sake of uh, uh, you know pleasing others. However, I do think to me, I'm more interested in sensations the normal like it's really cool to like get up and like take your kids to school it's really cool to like get up and like get your space in order have a morning routine where you get to take care of yourself and center yourself before you take on the day and I think that looks like that for more of us than like a trip overseas on a monthly basis you know (laughs) and again I love traveling don't get me wrong but I think too I when we start to have a conversation where it is inclusive where it's like Mm -hmm. regardless of what tax bracket you're in regardless of your marital status regardless of your age you know because I've had women tell me that this resonated with them and they're empty nesters and I have people who just got married and had their first baby and this has resonated with them Mm -hmm. and that really blessed me you know what I mean and I think it's important to uh, I think it's important to always for me, I always try to approach day to day with a clear heart and just making sure that I don't have like resentment or I'm even r- romanticizing the past. Like, you know, life used to be easier without kids or even trying to like, you know, attach myself to a future that is completely unknown and that I'm not entitled to. I think the flesh gives us this entitlement that we we think that we should have access to the future. And it's like, you just don't, honey. Um, and anytime we start to have that, and I talk about that a little bit in the book. It's like anytime you try to be a lowercase g god, 
eh, it doesn't end up being as awesome as just following his lead. But I, I get it. You know, having faith sometimes is easier said than done. But I, you know, Everyday Magic stands for, Magic is a, a framework and an acronym. It stands for making everyday meaningful, aesthetically pleasing, goal-oriented, intentional, and consistent. And what my goal was with that, especially when I started living that myself, you know, a few years ago, was really kind of giving myself permission to not be perfect. Right. Because anytime I tried to be perfect, it did not bring me any joy. It stressed me out. I usually was not perfect so it Immediate was actually it was uh, it was automatically unsuccessful so i was like it seems like we should do something else because <laughs> perfection not really working out for me so i was like I but i feel like if i can make things meaningful and aesthetically pleasing and attach them to goals and do it in a really intentional way and do it on an everyday basis you know, yeah. every single thing you have in your life is a result of outside of his grace. It's outside of really how you approach your every day. Um, and I wanted us to talk yeah. about this in this really kind of really approachable way. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey guys, we're going to get right back to the conversation because trust me, I know you'll want to hear the whole thing. But I quickly wanted to share with you this exciting new partnership I have with BetterHelp. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. One of the questions I get asked a lot are how you can go about starting therapy. A number of you are located around the country and even around the world. And as helpful as I often like to be, sometimes I find myself limited in being able to provide the one-on-one resources that you need. Well, I'm happy to say that one option I can share with you today is BetterHelp's online therapy and counseling services with licensed mental health professionals. Since I know a lot of you guys want more faith-based counseling as well, I'm even more excited to share that they also have another service called Faithful Counseling, which has licensed Christian therapists and counselors who are certified by their state, where you can receive licensed counseling using your computer, tablet, or mobile phone through video calls, phone calls, or text messaging. So I use BetterHelp therapy. I've been using it myself, and it's been super convenient, you know, between school, work, and really just having someone to check in with on a regular basis has been so important for my own mental health. So what happens is when you sign up, you'd be matched with a counselor in 24 hours or less, and you can securely message your counselor anytime, any day, you know, day or night, and get replies within 24 to 48 hours. BetterHelp also has group in our sessions every week where you can learn in groups directly from licensed counselors on multiple topics like relationships and ways to overcome anxiety. Uh, I also found out that financial aid is available for those who qualify and you can apply for financial aid during the signup process. Hello. Additionally, listeners of the Faith and Mental Wellness podcast like you get 10% off of their first month using my specific link in the show notes below. And like I said, I know a number of you are around the world. BetterHelp is available worldwide. And if you want to get started and get matched with a counselor within the next 24 hours, I have links to both BetterHelp and Faithful Counseling in the show notes. I should mention that it is not a crisis line, okay? If you are experiencing a crisis, I have a link to all the crisis lines by country in the show notes as well. Check it out and let me know what you think. Okay, let's get back to the conversation. 
I really like this because there's so much in our life that can feel outside of our control and can feel overwhelming really quickly when we're looking at maybe the big picture of our lives or the million things that are going on and can create create this anxiety. But I mm-hmm. love this idea of simplifying. I really think that simplif- there's a lot of peace that comes from simplifying and focusing on that every day. And sometimes what gets you through is focusing on how you can make the 24 hours in front of you joyful or aesthetically pleasing because that brings you calm or because that brings you joy. Um, So I really love this idea of just kind of taking on your day-to-day and ways to Mm -hmm. make your day-to-day work for you. Um, And you you actually, I was going to ask you what MAGIC stands for, so you already addressed that. (laughs) I love that acronym. Now, to some who follow you, you know, you may appear on the outside like someone who kind of does it all or executes a lot and might be considered like very high functioning. I consider myself a very high functioning person. And I think people tend to think like we're just doing it all all the time and we're doing it perfectly, <laughs> which is not true. And you do not share that vulnerability in your book, you know, the breakdowns and the comebacks. And I appreciate that. Um, however, you have been at it for years, like you said, 13 years. Um, and that still requires creating a foundation of intentionality in your life um, to work hard and continue doing what you love and uh, keeping what matters most priority, your family, relationships, taking care of our health, those things you talk about. So I'm curious to know, what is your flow? Like, how do you structure your days so that you are present at work and at home? Um, And how has that flow changed for you over the years? Because I know it changes with seasons of life or even just mentalities of how we're approaching it. So I know that was a lot of questions, but. (laughs) No, no, it was great. Uh, You know, I I talk about waking up proactively versus reactively. And so to me, when you wake up proactively, that means you wake up on your terms, on your time, and you're not waking up to respond to somebody, right? Like, mom, where are my shoes? Babe, I can't find my keys. That happens to me sometimes. And it's, if you live with other people and those people are your family and they do have (laughs) access to you, it's, it's impossible for, to make that, uh, just not happen. You know what I mean? But for as much as I can control today, I definitely had a reactive morning. You know, uh, my two-year-old work, woke up at 4 a.m. So I ended up like by the time I got him back down and I went back to sleep, I kind of, I definitely slept in. So I kind of woke up and my kids are off from school this week. So I heard the two older ones fighting about the remote control. Then my husband's like, hey, what do you want to do for breakfast? So I'd woke up immediately answering questions. Yeah. And I don't like to do that because then typically it feels for my personality type anyway it feels like I'm suffocating because I did not get a t- I didn't get a moment to center myself it's disorienting it's very disorienting yeah and and I think the 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 misconception is because we hear it so many times in like professional development or even professional development books right or podcasts or whatnot that you need to wake up at 5 a.m and then you got to do this and then you got to do that you got to work up for 90 minutes and it's got to be strength training on three days and then cardio and it's like okay I just I just actually want to wake up 15 minutes before my family and have coffee and prayer real truly, quick. Truly. I, I just need really for me, I can't speak on anybody else. I just need 15 minutes with caffeine and Jesus, not necessarily oh in that order, I'm but so together. I. So, and for me, that's really what I realized is that uninterrupted time is such a wildly productive part of my mental health. And 
I think what we do as people is we underestimate uninterrupted time. And we think to ourselves, well, if I can't get two hours of uninterrupted time, I'm not going to take any time to myself. And I can't tell you how much of a setup that is, you know? Right. One, it's really rare that I will get uh, two hours of uninterrupted time if I'm not on vacation. One, because my children are seven, four, and two. Uh, they do go to school during the day, so that's a blessing. But then my husband is also the COO of my company, and we work from home. So I'm usually with him, not just as his wife, but as his business partner. So gotcha. I think that in a lot of instances, I'm not by myself, even if it's with one other person or four. Um, but for me, that means that I'm willing to wake up before all of y'all so I don't have mm-hmm. to talk to you. And I don't think that we also, a lot of us don't consider stillness self-care. And again, that's another piece of self-care that we need to talk about on a more consistent basis. I, sometimes the prayer is just like, Lord, if you have something to tell me, I'm here. But if not, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be in quiet. Exactly. Um, and yeah, and, and that's really great for me because You know, I think the thing that does benefit me, and I actually talked about this on my Instagram stories yesterday, Mm. was thinking time. And I know that sounds silly, right? It sounds like you need time to think. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. I need time to think about, because there's so many different things. And we're, you know, as you enter a new season, we're about to enter fall, but this works for anything. As you're about to enter summer, where do you want to go with your family? What vacations do you want to take? Do you have any birthday celebrations, an anniversary, a girl's trip? All these different things, a conference you want to attend with your church, like there's all these different things. But a lot of times we don't give ourselves time to just think about it. Like it just, again, an exclusive even two minutes to think about how do I want to navigate this? And it's huge for me. I just got to list out everything I wanted to do for fall, right? This month alone, I'm celebrating my, my oldest is turning eight. I'm celebrating my 13th year and a wedding anniversary. My dad turned 69. Like there's all of these different things within the next 14 days. And yesterday I got to just think about how I wanted to handle them. Today, we got to just have thinking time together as a couple, me and my husband, we just talked about money budgeting not my favorite thing but we just talked about the money like yo where's the money actually going like if we're going on this trip for our anniversary how much does that cost how much does this birthday party we have to throw you know literally five days later so it's important to just think and again it does not have to be two hours of thinking give yourself 15 15 minutes every day and and let's just even do the work week right yeah. 15 minutes is an hour of 15 minutes of time of uninterrupted yeah. time you give yourself if you wake up 15 minutes before your family Monday through Friday. That's if that's like you don't even do thinking time on the weekend. Just doing that yeah. 15 minutes every day before everybody gets up. It's huge. It's really, really huge. It's so important because I do feel like a lot of us have felt like our lives are either slipping through our fingers or getting ahead of us. I remember last month was my birthday and, you know, I forgot my birthday was coming up and my dad (laughs) texted me and he was like, hey, you want to come over this Sunday so we can celebrate a little special someone? I'm like, yeah, who? Who who are we celebrating? (laughs) Like, that sounds great. Whose birthday is it? You know, it's like... I'm forgetting my own birthday, you know, but we were traveling a lot. There was a lot going on, but you know, it's like part of that overwhelm is because you feel like your everything is just slipping away from you. And this falls into content creation as we know, as well as just life. Um, You have to be planning ahead. You have to be thinking ahead. And it's actually stress relieving when you're thinking ahead of those things. When you, I also definitely have like the 15 minutes in the morning. And um, even if, like you said, you're waking up, because some of you guys are like, 
50, in the morning, like I have to hurry up. I have to get up. I have to get my kids ready. I got to go to work. Like I work a nine to five, whatever yeah. it is. Even if it's like I'm setting my alarm for 15 to 20 minutes earlier in the day That's just it. to be still, just to think. Just to That's still. And we underestimate it, but it really sets the tone for the rest of the day. And I notice that I am more in touch with God and myself the rest of the day in the way that I interact with people, in the way that I interact with my work, um, in my character. I'm just more grounded and I am more my true self mm-hmm. when I am setting myself up in this way. And you know why? just diving in. <laughs> That's what I call living, living, you're like playing, like I love sports. So me and my team, we call it playing offense versus defense. Right. When you wake up reactively, you're automatically on the defense. I don't know where your keys are. We can't do that right now. It's too early. You're automatically being defensive, right? But when you're on the offense, you get to call the plays, right? Like you get to wake up, right? And say, you know what? I'm going to go pray for 15 minutes, right? And I'm going to get my morning coffee. And then, and so when you get to decide how you get to conduct yourself, how you get to act towards others, how you get to serve others versus being kind of pigeonholed of how you, what you need to do and when you need to do it. And there's a freedom there. And I think a lot of times we, we think that, you know, doing things like waking up early and, and, and having some sense of like routine is kind of cumbersome, but I can't tell you how actually freeing it is when you, when you approach it with the mindset of like, yo, I actually, I actually get to control this. You know what I mean? I get to control how I show up today. Um, and especially on those days that were really, really hard, uh, the day before, if you could just wake up earlier and say, I don't have to carry that with me today. Today gets to be new. It's really, really huge. Huge. It's literally my morning this morning. So in the subtitle of your book, it literally is about not being everything and still being more than enough and just tying mm-hmm. into everything that we're saying, you know, and, and tying into the idea of confidence. A lot of times we do have this false sense of confidence that we have to be everything or our value or worth is tied to how perfectly we performed or how well we do get all of these things done. So I'm wondering for you, like, what has helped you get into a healthier mentality or a confidence that's just grounded, not, how do I say this, just on our to-do lists, right? Like when, okay, I wasn't able to be everything. I wasn't able to do everything. Um, What gives you the confidence of just like, this is who I am and I'm still more than enough even though I'm not doing everything perfectly. Like I guess speaking to the perfectionist or speaking to the person that feels like their value is tied to their perfection and how they show up, especially in an online social media world where (laughs) I've seen so many TikToks and reels like you mentioned and no shame on this, but I've had some girls like come to me like, I can't live up to this where they're like, this is my morning routine. And it's literally like a green shake, a workout, a meditation, (laughs) a run, a, you know, a million cleaning the house. It's like a million different things all before, I don't know, 10. You're like, did you have six hours into like the morning? Those people obviously don't have children, but so I can't relate. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I think that... um, the, the the verse that has really kind of been the theme of my life this season is Matthew 5, yeah. 16, where essentially it's saying like, basically let your, your light shine before others so that they can glorify your father, mm. right? And so for me, shining my light 
to me is is a way to honor God. It's a form of yeah. praise and worship, in my opinion, you know what I mean? But nowhere in that verse does it say do everything. Nowhere does it say do more. <laughs> nowhere does it say you need to have 12. It don't say nothing like that. Amen. If I, if I have 12 things on my to-do list, I actually literally don't have time to shine. So I design my day in a way that I can shine. I don't have more than five things on my things to-do list ever. Mm -hmm. I don't. I talk about this in there. I'm like, Chad, if David only needed five stones to get Goliath together, surely you can tackle Tuesday with these five tasks. Amen. And then tomorrow is another day. And I think a lot of times what we're doing is like we're making like a weekly list and we're like, like saying like this is like the daily list. And it's like, no, honey, just pull from that. But here's the thing. I get it. People make weekly lists and there's going to be some days where you're more productive than others. Mm -hmm. If you knock out the five things early on, it's OK to just be done. Yeah. It's okay to just be in a good mood the rest of the day. Like, you know what I mean? And to me, this is not counting what I call micro tasks, you know, like pretty much like small, regular, consistent tasks, like brushing your teeth or taking out the trash or anything that you do on a routine basis, right? But yeah. if you knock out five things in the day, to me, the, the, that's a day well done. Um, and yeah. I think what happens is we, we think that if we're not stretched thin, then we're not working hard. And I just don't want to believe that narrative. Here's the other thing I, I think we need to get out of. The, there's this idea that if we do things like we're in entrepreneurship, we're mothers, we're in relationships or marriages or anything like that, that because those things are hard work, that they're usually chaotic. And, you mm. know, the thing that I see on TikTok and Instagram a lot is the Instagram versus reality. And I've even had some friends saying, like, you've got to send this, especially yeah, when you make the yeah. kids lunches. Um, but I, it goes back to what one of my really good friends said. And she always says, she's like, everything that's chaos isn't real and everything that is going well isn't fake. Um, and so there's True. this idea that I'm like, I, I'm just not interested. I personally am not interested in selling you perfection. I'm also not interested in selling you chaos. Yes, I have small children. It's really hard and stuff like that, child. But what, if you ask my seven-year-old what we have in this house, she's going to tell you peace. 100%. Because I'm not, I'm not, I, we don't do that. Um, so, and it's, and again, we have fun. We have dance parties. I talk about this in the book. We have dance parties. We have days where we're just like, no one's going to school. No one's going to work. We're having a family skip yeah. day. We have spontaneity. We have fun. We don't have chaos. And I think that sometimes that we equate things being hard have to inevitably just be a train wreck. And that's not true. Yeah. I think that. Uh, humanity does not have to be this negative and just kind of uh, just horror. Like I, people just want things to just go far left. And I'm like, I mean, it was oh, hard well. today. I didn't have a good day. Me and my husband and see eye to eye. We are not getting divorced <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> but I, I just want to make sure that everybody's on the same page at, you know, as me. That's yeah. all. We're the same way. And it's funny because we have our fair share of like love drama reality shows, like the ultimatum and things like that. Oh yeah. And so my husband and I joke, we're like, Hmm, like we try to picture ourselves on like some of these, we're like, we would not be interesting. We're just like, we would not be interesting people because we don't have drama. We don't have like chaos. Everything's not, not perfect, but it's just like, but that's it's just not, 
What's inter- that's a whole other conversation. It's anyway, a whole other but- conversation. Yeah, it just I would be so dry. Uh, they I, I was approached so a, co- a couple of years ago to be on the Housewives, and I was like, guys, the way you guys, <laughs> the it, way your ratings would drop, <laughs> you guys would get rid of me the second episode of the season because the way I would just be in my kitchen making these kids lunches, having movie nights <laughs> with my husband, and minding my business. It's like, girl, did I offend you? I am so sorry. Let me buy you a drink. <laughs> Because I'm not yelling. I'm not throwing anything. I'm not messing up my clothes. I'm not doing any of that. It's not happening. I love <laughs> I, I love in general what you're saying about like what I like to talk about, just moving through life from a flexible instead of a rigid mindset, you know, and being willing to move things around. I think having a big five is great. These are my big five intentions for the day. These are my, yeah. these are my top five goals for the day. And everything else around that is movable. Everything else around that is flexible. Yep. Um, Cause like, you know, yesterday I had a to-do list and then my car broke, my radiator broke down. It was like, Oh, there goes the whole day. The whole day is done. <laughs> the whole if day I can't drive, gone. I can't go, I can't do nothing. But I'm that's why stupid. five is good because it, it yeah. leaves it approachable. And then if you can't yeah. do something, you don't feel like you lost out on like this, like huge yes. thing. It's like, okay, I have five things. Let me see if I can move things around and, and make the, make yeah. space for the five things for the rest of the week. Yes. Yes. I love that. So getting back to this idea of having clarity and intentionality in your life in order to show up confidently, because I do think that it's clarity that breeds confidence. Absolutely. Um, the more clear you are, the more you, strong you feel in your direction. You write about this practice of writing your own manifesto. I am like a big journal girl, vision girl. So I really loved this, but can you explain what this is, writing your own manifesto and why it can be so helpful for showing up for your life? Sure. So we, in the book, uh, the thing that was really important to talk about before we got into the everyday stuff, like housework, being with your family and all of that was really that deep work of really like identifying and getting in touch with who you are in this season. And also I was talking about business because I was like, when we start businesses, everybody's like, create a business plan. And for your life, there's like no document for that. I'm like, what are we supposed to do regarding? <laughs> right. So true. we're just your like, life is, is a business, why, low key. Which is why I wrote the book. I was like, in case you haven't written anything, I wrote this for you. So I really was like, you know what? It's all about creating your personal mission statement and creating your own uh, manifesto. So in the book, I call it whatever your name is, manifesto. So the Maddie manifesto, the Brittany manifesto. And it's really important to just kind of write down what it is you want. What it, what What is actually meaningful to you? What actually matters to you? You know what I mean? What do you deem beautiful? You know, there's some people who love sneakers, girl, make sure you have sneakers in your life. You know what I mean? Or make sure you create a budget to where you can buy sneakers X amount of time a year, even once a year. If like right now you're just like out of school and you're just getting your first job, you know, splurge on that one awesome pair of sneakers once a year. I think it's really about, it's not always about the quantity of things, but more so the quality of it. And I think once we get in touch with that and, and writing your manifesto, you, you start to understand that. You're like, I don't even like a lot of things that much. Maybe I just like the quality of it. And so, um, yeah. Um, it's like, do you want to travel four or five times a year or do you just want to take one really good trip a year? And so starting mm-hmm. to ask yourself these questions and starting to write it down. And what I love about the manifesto, it's that it's this fluid document. Mm-hmm. It can change as you change. It may change as you maybe go through a divorce and now things look different because you have to co-parent. It may look differently once you graduate and now you live in your own space. You don't have roommates. It may look differently when you go from a couple to now you have a newborn. It's going to look different in all these ways. Maybe you go from 
being an employee to being an entrepreneur. But the beautiful thing is, is that the manifesto changes as you do. It's just a living mm-hmm. document. You know what I mean? And that's to me, that's why the word is so incredible because it's this living word. It means something different to us no matter what season we're in. It means something different yet meaningful and profound. That's yeah. that's one of my favorite things about the word. And so your manifesto is this living document that gets to change and grow with you. And it, and the manifesto will likely mean different things for you throughout the different seasons of your life. And again, this is not something that takes three hours that needs to be double spaced grammatically like correct. APA you know I mean? format. It should, it should make sense. It should be legible if you handwrite it or you type it in your notes app. But really, again, this is like this is something you can work on, you know, for a month or so, you know, 15 minutes at a time. I love 15 minutes because and I say it many times throughout the book, because 15 minutes is long enough to do something clearly, yet short mm-hmm. enough to where it doesn't feel overwhelming. And so that's why I love like if you do something four times a week at 15 minutes, that's an hour mm-hmm. that you worked on something. And so I think we need to stop underestimating small pockets of time because they can make big differences in our lives and certainly our days. You do. And I actually want to pull out on that some more because you brought, you bring this up in your book and I really liked this because you about just like being able to fit in maybe micro tasks into these small pockets of time um, rather than feeling like you have to be overwhelmed doing all of these things. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I I find that, again, these are just kind of like, I think, life hacks that bring some efficiency to your day while not being overwhelming, but they still feel like they're giving you the reward of moving things along. Right. Right. I call them pops. They're pockets of productivity. And I think like, you know, productivity can mean different things again at different seasons, times in the day. You know what I mean? Sometimes a pop is really like, you know what? I'm going to listen to this podcast that I've been wanting to listen to while I'm grocery shopping. You know what I mean? Or, you know, while I'm waiting in the carpool line. Um, But a pop could also be like, you know what? I've been kind of wanting to like get this like podcast idea out of my head. And I always tell people a lot of times we feel like we have open tabs in our head because we do Mm -hmm. we're just holding on to that information just get it out on paper whether it's digitally or physically get it out of your head every time you release an idea versus trying to remember it you close a tab in your head and we all think Mm -hmm. that we get some kind of magical reward when we remember things and it's like you don't get credit for remembering things you get credit for getting it done and so you likely will get something done if you actually remember it but if you're trying to remember 40 things who is that serving um i know it does not serve me you know what i mean my toxic trait is thinking i'm gonna remember that's my toxic trait every time i just (laughs) i the way i cannot i just cannot encourage you more to like just write it down just get it down i usually have about maybe maybe three to five kind of capture sessions, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and it's not really formally. It's usually just like, I typically have one at my, um, my kitchen Island cause that's kind of like the command Mm -hmm. center of our house. I'll usually have one on my nightstand where I just have a post-it pad where I just like jot things down. Like, okay, tomorrow I don't want to forget X, Y, and Z. I certainly have one at my desk here behind me, but I think it's just like, also, are you positioning yourself to close tabs mm-hmm. in your head? And this is really why I kind of have these various stations in my home where I'm able to capture things. So if my phone's not near me, which a lot of times during the day, I try not to be near it too much because if mm. I'm not creating content, it can be more of a distraction and distractions are dangerous. And either no yeah. matter how you want to cut it, d- distractions are dangerous. I never want my phone to be a reason why I'm not being present when my child is trying to tell me something or why it's why it's why I didn't like complete a blog 
blog post that I was trying to write, you know? Yeah. But yeah, the pops are really about like, okay, how does this uh, make whatever is important to me right now, be it my self-care, be it a deadline for work, be it uh, some uh, quality time with my, you know, I think one-on-one time with people, we underestimate that, you know what oh. I mean? Like as somebody who has um, yeah. three kids, you know, so we're in zone coverage now. It's no longer one-on-one because there's only two parents and three kids, but <laughs> one-on-one time with them. And one-on-one time, again, nothing deep. It's like putting together a puzzle with the four-year-old. It's building yeah. blocks with the two-year-old. It's talking about what, you know, my seven-year-old did on Roblox today. And so to me, oh, those Roblox. are pops. Oh, Roblox. We are familiar with Roblox in this household. <laughs> it's, 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 so in, it's, it's so intense here at our house. But again, to me, those yeah. are pops, right? Where it's like, okay, I have yeah. 15 minutes before I want to get dinner started. Let me go have some one-on-one time with one of my kids. Let me yeah. go ahead and listen to half of this chapter of this audiobook that I started earlier this week. Yeah. So pops is, again, it's just, it's an opportunity. And we really, again, we have this entitlement to time. And we, and we also have a tendency to talk about time in this really kind of negative way. And I talk about this in the Time is That's Magic true. chapter, where I'm like, time is, time is flying. Time is getting away from me. You know, they, time took this away. If I'm like, if we talked about time, if you if you changed time and put your name there, if somebody was talking about you like that, uh, that would be a reason to confront that person. Yeah. And so we have to be careful with the kind of language we're using. It's easy to be like, you know, um, don't use profanity or don't say something mean. But I'm like, how are you talking about a certain thing, time included? And so for yeah. me, I'm like, a little bit of time to me is 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 important. And it's something that I value because mm-hmm. you cannot get time back. You can get money back. You can get material things back. You cannot get time back. So 15 minutes is definitely time well spent, especially when you're using it in a super deliberate way. And let's face it, we mm-hmm. how, how many minutes, let alone hours, do we use to just scroll? So I would rather use that 15 minutes towards a deliberate pop, a.k.a. a, product, a, a pop of productivity, you know what I mean? A pocket of productivity because it definitely yeah. will serve your day more. Amen. I love the pops and we're not talking cereal, but I love the pops. Terrible dad joke. Um, And so it's like, it's two sides of it for me that feel very relieving when I hear this. There's one side, which is that it relieves anxiety because you're closing that tab out. Like you said, Um, I know for me and probably a lot of people who are listening, your anxiety likes to turn on at the best time of day, right? When you lay down and close your eyes. So that's always fun. Um, that's when all the ideas come back, probably because you're still, right? Yeah. For like the first time yeah. in your day. That's why it's coming to you. So When you're in bed, yeah. when you're in the shower, in the shower, yeah. you're like, I'm a genius. I need to get out of here. <laughs> I need to incorporate this. I need to trademark this every time, you know? And it's like, and so, but then what happens is like thinking in that way gets my adrenaline going so then I can't sleep. So I do keep a journal right by my nightstand, like you said, so that whenever an idea pops into my head, I just journal it and I'm like, okay, I can deal with that thought tomorrow. Or, right, you know, right. I can pick that thought up tomorrow or right. I can assign a due date to it tomorrow. So yes. something I've had. And the, not only does it allow you to alleviate some stress and anxiety, but it also allows you to be more intentional with your life, like you said, because sometimes you'll have a thought, like even for me, my goal for this year was to be more intentional about, you know, connecting with and showing up for my family and friends. So even if it's small things like, oh, 
I want to make sure to mail this person a birthday card for their birthday. I need to go pick that up. Like that might be a small pop that comes up yep. and I'll write it. I'll put it in. I will actually put that in my journal or if it's something I need I to do I put it in the calendar. Month. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I don't even want to forget. It. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's so important. It's so important. Because and little things like that will slip you. But it's also those little things that make your relationships really meaningful. Huge. That you were thoughtful about them. And so I've really been able to um, just expand on my relationships and how intense I am with them and um, like you said even with your children even with my son you know like just having that thought oh I want to do this with them or I want to yep. do this for them or I want to connect in this way and you write it down yes. before it slips you yes. so that you can alleviate anxiety and show up intentionally and it has those two sides of it it's that huge. I think just really really make our life um, full and meaningful yeah so and magic I love that you it really named does. it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, all that being said, you know, I guess I just want to close with what is the message of encouragement you would like to leave with listeners today? Just, I guess, out of what we've said or just the whole heart of your book. If there's just a word of encouragement you want to give to someone who's listening today, maybe who has been feeling overwhelmed and is like, I really have been trying to get my life together and it's all just slipping away and I can't do anything right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What encouragement might you have for them? You, that you have permission to live the everyday life you've always wanted to live. And really that the most magic part of every day is a willingness to do the work to show up as your truest self. And I think that we we natu- we, we think that being ourselves should just come naturally. And it's like, no, no, no. It's you definitely going to require an effort, honey. You know, um, as somebody who, like, I love looking put together. You know, I love wearing dresses. I love, I love being in hair and makeup. And I she really wears. Those dresses, man. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, and it's the same thing. If you love wearing, you know, track suits and sneakers, or you love wearing denim and blazers, regardless, I don't, I don't think I talk about your the magic uniform in your in the book, and that there's no wrong magic uniform, but that's going to require an effort to show up as yourself, even you know, in an aesthetic way, um, and so. All you do is just have to be willing to do the work. You know, I always tell people, I'm like the people you admire, right? Whether it's a celebrity, a, a CEO, an influencer, whatever have you, they're no, they're no better than you are. You know what I mean? They just figured out what the work was and then they went out and they did it. And you have permission to do that as well. You don't have to wait till you reach a certain tax bracket. You're, you have a certain relationship status that you've had children or not. You get a pet. None of that matters. It's just about Mm -hmm. showing up on an everyday basis. You have permission to do so. I love that. Identify what matters most in your life and boldly build your life around that. That's it. You know, I love that so much. That you're complete too, you know, you're you're complete. I think that's the biggest thing. I think... I think a lot of us operate the, I think the biggest thing is that we tend to overcompensate, AKA try to be everything to everyone because every one of us, whether it's been a big or a small trauma, we've all mm-hmm. experienced that as a child, whether somebody told us that we weren't fast enough, that we weren't smart enough, that we weren't this. So all of us in our head think that we're not enough for whatever reason, right? And so we try to overcompensate. And yeah. right now, as is, right now, if you're listening to that, as is, you are complete. You lack nothing because God created you and he lacks nothing. And so if you are his creation, which you are, that is an actual truth. That's not an opinion. 
then you lack nothing. And that's all the reason why you can Mm -hmm. go out and live the life that you've always wanted. And I I know I had already answered the question, but it's so important for me to make sure that you're encouraged to know you lack nothing. Even if you're not where you want to be, you're simply in another phase. That doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that you lack anything. Yeah, you're growing. And I love this idea of like coming out of this deficit mindset, which I think most of us struggle with, even myself. It's like constantly seeing myself from a deficit. I am not complete until I have this, until I've achieved this, until I have the house, have the car, have the marriage. Like I'm not enough until I complete this next phase of my life. And then it just keeps going. There's like a moving moving target. Even when you get those things, it's like, you know, I got the husband. Now I need this. Now I need, it's like, you got to let it go. Like you said, you right where you are is right where you're supposed to be, you know, and it's making the most of it and then being intentional about where you want to go. It's so, I love that. Thank you. This was wonderful. Thank Thank you you so much for all that you're putting out into the world. Um, you you guys, how, how can everyone best stay connected to you, um, and everything that you're doing and where can they get your book? Well, you can get the book, Everyday Magic, The Joy of Not Being Everything and Still Being More Than Enough, everywhere where books are sold. So Amazon, Barnes & Noble in-store and online, Books A Million, Target.com, Walmart.com. So we're excited that you can get the book now. And of course, you can follow me on social media at The Maddie James, M-A-T-T-I-E, James, um, pretty much everywhere, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, all the things, Pinterest as well. And of course, you can check me out over on my website at Maddie James. Yeah, you can. And we will have all those links in the show notes below. So be sure to check that out. Thank you guys for tuning in with us until next time. 